say, I think you all kind of get the point as to where we're going with the song here. <laughs> we can uh, stop now. Yeah. Uh, welcome to episode 58 of Nerdspeak. Woo! What? Almost 60. Almost. Collecting AARP checks. That's right. And uh, I am Ted, and with me is my nephew, Brendan. Hey, world. And uh, my older brother and Brendan's... Older uh, uncle. O- older uncle, Brian. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, we should really probably start making this more kid friendly and not cussing. Why? Curse the, I don't know. <laughs> I said that before you said no, so fuck you. <laughs> How was your week, Brian? So far, so good. Whole day of it so far. Yeah. Being that it's Monday. How, how was the week in between? Well, the week in between here and the last time we were here? No, the last two busy, times we were busy here. Busy week. Busy? Yeah. Long week, you long said? Long week. Had a I find when my weeks are busy, they're not so long. I just had a lot of things happening. A lot of work, and then Saturday was filled up with school. Ugh. Sounds like Sunday was, too. Gross. That kid had to spend Saturday and Sunday at school? He did. Ugh. I had class on Saturday I took. Oh, that's right. Yeah, what class, class did you take? What? I went to B school. I don't B ha- school? I don't have a school. Went to B school. This is where you go to learn the beats? Bees. Like bees? In, oh, that's like, right. Like You're doing apiary. your honey, honey bees? Yeah. What is it called? An apiary? Apiaries. Yes. Those are like the people that run bee things, right? An apiary is like several hives. Okay. For your hives. So what do you call a so person call who them? runs the... Probably an apiarist. Apiist? An apiist. Sure. Apiist. I'll go with that. It sounds like an ape rapist. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that probably happened too. So how was the class? I know pretty cool. You learned, said you had ordered some like a long time ago, right? And they like never showed or something happened with them? No, this was at, oh, the bee? No, that yeah. wasn't me. No, we got the bees last year. And, okay. And so far, I think they're surviving the winter. Um, we'll see how we come out of that. But went to uh, the annual bee school, learned, took class on mead making. So I'm looking forward to, that's my that's ultimate good. goal is making some mead. Yeah. And some other honey-based cool. products, so. Yeah, heck yeah. So my, you uh, should be able to get your nerd speak branded jars of honey and, <laughs> and wax figurines. Give birth the middle finger and yeah. become Brian's bees. That's right. So that was my Dude, weekend. His story is tragic. Have you ever watched that documentary? Yes, I did. It's so sad. Who's? Bert. There's a, there's a Bert, oh. a, a documentary about Bert from Bert's Bees no, on Netflix. It's... It's it. kind of tragic. Yeah. But you know what? That dude's fucking happy. He's got everything that he wants. Yeah. Well, is it kind of like the famous Amos story? A little bit, a little oh, bit. Oh, I yeah. haven't seen that one. Famous Amos, the cookie guy? Uh-huh. Yeah. Kind of along the same lines. Okay. He just loved cookies so much, he just wanted to get them out there. Oh. How about you, Brendan? How's your week? It's a good week. It's a nice, fairly slow week. Yeah? Yeah. So this week will be a little bit busier, but yeah, because you got like a week long birthday thing, right? Yeah, it's the uh, the lady's birthday this weekend, so kind of preparing each day for the weekend. Gotcha. What was, for the weekend? What was the last movie you saw? Actually, I took her out to see Black Panther last night because I feel like she's uh, she's the only colonist that hasn't seen it yet. <laughs> so you her so you've seen it twice. Your second viewing. So I've first. seen it twice now. And and I can reiterate that that movie is a solid number two on my top five. <laughs> I keep, it's so fucking good. I keep thinking about, it, especially after rewatching uh, 
Ragnarok this week. Mm-hmm. I, I really, truly feel that if this was the first of this MCU formula-esque MCU movie, it would be the, my, my best. And it's my favorite of that kind of genre that they're doing. What do you mean? Elaborate. I'm talking about like kind of the hero guy story, gets, the, you know, the formula for the story. You know the, the, how we talked last. Sorry, how it's we kind of like how Iron everyone Man is, though. And, yeah. yeah. Well, they all you know they become the hero. They get defeated by the bad guy. They come back. They beat the bad guy through some level of teamwork and self reflection, and you know. So it's it it, it follows that same chain. So I to speak. must beat this man. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's the best of that. And the problem I had with it was going into the movie and very shortly in the movie realizing that this is exactly what's going to happen through this movie. Yeah. You've only seen it once, right? Yeah. I'm not going to get shocked or surprised. And then watch Thor since it came out this week and and just such a great, fun movie and a bit different. And, right. Well, but, they can do that on the third movie. Right. Right. And, and I don't... I I don't I think they made a great Black Panthers top three for sure the MCU's it's it's the best of of that type of intro okay. origin story movie. Well, let's not get into it too much because yeah. that's going to be our main topic this week. But or... but uh, wondered how it went through the second time. Yeah yeah no it was really good and it was really interesting because it was. Uh... Not as diverse as when we saw it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And there were like, there was a kid in front of me during the whole fucking movie playing a game on his cell on her cell phone, and I wanted to like snatch it the entire time. Like she at least like dimmed the lights and like kept it like below, but she like would like every once in a while like raise it up so I could see the screen, and I was just like, Yeah, you can't. And like the mom sat next to her and was like, Whatever, I guess. And I was just like. Now, not, now not in my house. Yeah. Where was this at? Castleton. know uh, we were at uh, Glendale, so with no assigned oh, seating. No assigned seating. So you could have got up and moved. We, no, we couldn't have. It was still a packed house yeah. on a Sunday. Yeah. Sunday at dinner we'll time. Yeah. yeah, it's been crushing, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and so it was kind of interesting to see though what this crowd laughed at as opposed to the Versus last crowd. The uh, other crowd. Yeah. And. Because I laughed at all of the same parts still. Sure. But there were definite instances where it's like, I was definitely the only one laughing. So I'm guessing your audience on Sunday was a little bit uh, fairer skin? Yeah, it was a little more Blanco in the theater. <laughs> gotcha. When we, we saw it at the Yonmax, I would have to probably say it was like 75, 75, 25, 80, 20. Yeah. This time it was like reversed. Which was great. I mean, I loved being there with everybody and... They all, I mean, everybody had just a great time. And yeah. It was sure. perfect. What was the last movie you saw, Brian? Well, after B-School, we were real tuckered out Saturday because it was like all day, early in the morning. And, you know, grind so you and the wife went? Yeah. So, so B-School is exhausting. Okay. It was, so. it, was, it was just a long day. You know? So, you just so we, we went home and decided we, <laughs> so we were going to go home and, and just chill and, Catch and watch, a a movie or, watch a movie or two. <laughs> a few disease. A zzzz. So we 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 end up with a double feature. So the first one we watched was uh, Three Billboards. Oh, nice, good, and super good. Okay, uh, have you guys have you, you seen it? No, no, okay. we were gonna rent. Brand, Brandy, we were gonna go see it. Then Brandy watched the trailer. She's like, I don't want to watch that. No, it's it's worth seeing. It's it's 
it's weird in that it's a very dark subject matter and uh, and very can, should be and could be very she, very depressing. That's but why she doesn't want to go see it because she doesn't think that she's ready to handle something like that. That yeah. has to deal with a child. Yeah, yeah. With the new with it has nothing to do with a, nothing to do with a newborn. Well, right, but it's still, still their child. Yeah, it's a it's a yeah. parent and a child. She is and now a mother. You had talked about going to see it. And we hadn't. We hadn't made it yet. Uh, but they apparently on iTunes this week, like all of the Oscar noms are for rent. Yeah. Regardless of like release dates. Right. Oh, really? So yeah. we might be doing that tonight do after that. the movie. Since, so, but I mean, just if you rent them, how long do you have? Twenty four. Twenty four. Well, you have what from the you time 20, you start. You have twenty four days to watch it. And 24 hours but then from to... the 20 but once you start watching it you have 24 hours to finish it oh okay so i could rent it tonight and not watch it until like march 5th but once sure. i start watching it on march 5th i have 24 hours to finish it hmm. and you can watch it as many times in that 24 hour frame right i think so yeah, yeah. it's not like a one-time yeah. viewing so you rented it or bought it i bought it okay um, so anyway very good very good i mean the writing's spectacular acting's amazing woody harrelson's amazing she's uh Francis. Francis is she's you know almost always amazing. She no, is my I, cup of tea, man. No shit. I yeah, fucking yeah. love her. Yeah. She <laughs> just, I don't I think mean, she's her and Alice and Janney can and they, like they bring rule a, the world. They bring us this dark comic thing to yeah. this subject that they almost never really get heavy in the subject matter of what happened and how it happened, but mm-hmm. more uh dealing with it and it's just it's just really well done really different deserving of anything it gets nominated for and wins for now, sure have you seen shape of water yet i've not seen shape of water yet <laughs> <laughs> so that, that motherfucker better win for everything we'll it's see that's, for. that's until <laughs> i see that's that how that's shipping out shaping out is that it's that's a, it's a two-horse race now so uh. that's that's you know i still have to see that but but anyway really well done Gotcha. And so, right before I went on my last business trip west, I got a couple movies that I was going to watch, you know, coming to and fro, downloading the iPad. Hang on a second. What was your second? The second movie. This is the second movie. Oh, okay. He's leading up to it. I'm leading up to it. And I saw the thumbnail with Matt Damon on there and thought it was downsizing. So, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, that's out already? Cool. Hit it. (laughs) Well, it was Suburbicon. How did you feel? So, I've owned it for a few weeks now, and... (laughs) haven't watched it didn't i i mean i wanted to see it but it wasn't like a big thing so we got to the you know hey we're still awake let's watch another movie so we started up i start watching it and it is the biggest piece of shit really i mean this is it looked so good this is ishtar level piece (laughs) of shit (laughs) i tell you what it it was all the good parts you see in the previews are the only are the only good parts and they're taken completely out of context. Ah, so the way it plays out in the movie is nothing like what you think they're playing out with in the in the previews. You think it's going to be that kind of cool combination of George Clooney, Matt Damon, you know? Yeah. But it, it oh just, wait, he's in it. Uh, George Clooney directs it. Directed, directed it, it, yeah. But it completely. It, so Terry falls asleep halfway through it. Right. Wakes up right near the end of it, and is like adamant. Tell, asking me to tell her what has happened and how we ended up at this point, and I'm like, "Fuck no, I'm not even sure." And it's not worth my time explaining it. Wow! If you want to watch it, watch it again. Jeez. But yeah, damn, it, it was. They're not fall asleep in Brian's house, swinging a miss, George. <laughs> yeah, it was, and I'm a big fan, you know, of those guys. So it wasn't like, 
See, that's the thing is that I like am not a Matt Damon fan at all, but I thought this looked pretty good. I'm a big, I'm a George Clooney fan. Even the things he's directed and stuff, I I usually like, and I thought this was going to be better is, than it was. He is stupid fucking charming. Yeah, hey, Clooney. Him. Yes. Oh, dude. Yeah. Have you have you guys been watching the Letterman uh, show? Not yet. Uh, not yet. yet. First one was Barack Obama. Second one was George Clooney, and. God, you just want to beat the shit out of him. He is so cool. Damn. Well, I, I met him in an elevator in Cincinnati one morning. I remember what? That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you not heard this story? No. What era? What so, era so, Clooney was this? Just a few years ago. This was. We were down in Cincinnati for when Leonard got engaged, yeah. and we were there that night, and we we're staying at the Cincinnati, and, and it's a hotel that he frequents. Yeah. Okay. So, I got up in the morning, went downstairs to do something, work out, and grab something to drink, and I was coming back up, and he gets in the elevator. And uh, and I'm like, Terry's in bed asleep. And I'm like, I was this close. And I'm putting up my fingers. There's this little bit of hair space in between them. I'm trying to talk him into coming in and jumping in bed and waking her up. Oh, my God. I would have shit my pants. <laughs> See, he's from, he's from North, that northeast Kentucky. Yeah. His parents still live there. Okay. And they have brought in a uh, refugee from Iraq. Oh. Who is going to. Of course they have. Attending like the University of Chicago, and he lives there, and he's got he's staying at George's Lake House in Kentucky, and <laughs> okay. blah blah blah. So, yeah. yeah so it was just like, oh, it he, been he's, so great. He's That's fucking. Charming. Did you talk to him? I said hello and good morning and that kind of stuff, and he was just very nonchalant. Hi, good morning. And I just left it at that. <laughs> George because, Clooney was the bomb in ER, yo. Because like I was like in my head, just how do I talk him into come? You know, because yeah, because so I can see him like. Here's two hundred dollars. I need ten <laughs> minutes of your time. I just not I can see him going. Minutes. This will, I could see him saying, "Yeah, this will be fucking funny." Let's yeah, do it, right. You know? Oh, but then, hilarious. Or I would just be like, he'd be like, "No, dude." Let me ask you the most important question. What the elevator? Yeah, did oh, it Jesus. have buttons on both sides of the door? <laughs> Look, I'm becoming a full fledged adult, and I understand fancy things now. I mean, you're getting ready to go to Chicago. I am a man of taste, so I mean. Don't be surprised yeah, when you get in the elevator at the hotel. Some of them have TV screens. Now. Man, you should see this hotel that we got, too. Where are you staying at? I got her a room at the Ace Hotel. Nice. And it is, like, super, super duper swank. Nice. We are going to go to Cincinnati for Brandy's birthday in May. Mm-hmm. And we're going to stay at what they call the Museum Hotel. Oh, okay. It's fucking fancy-ass. I can't remember the one we stayed at, but it was, yeah, when we were in Cincinnati. It was it was a nice one, though. Yeah. Enough hotel talk. <laughs> Move along. Uh, moving what along. What was the last movie you saw? Oh, uh, last movie I saw was Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, yeah, because that's on I, Stars I now. I watched it on Stars On Demand. I got home from work early and plugged in the laptop and started, I brought that up on demand and ran through it again it was only the second viewing i've had for it and it's still very very enjoyable yeah i think tom holland is a better peter parker than he is a spider-man i think think. no way i think he's better like he kills it in both parts i feel like yeah i think i don't know best of both given the other two yeah i mean that's the thing that was hard to talk to think about so i mean the thing about spider-man is you just gotta have the the wit and the body size yeah (laughs) which he does um, but you, 
You need to fucking watch Justice League so we have a conversation about this piece you of shit. Still movie. have not watched that yet? No, but I did find out that uh, Wendy foolishly bought it, and I live right I around too. that corner from yeah. her. So yeah. I'll swing over there one afternoon and okay. pop in for a viewing. Let's move on to uh, box office review. Uh, Black Panther continues to dominate. Uh, this weekend brought in $111 million, uh, 403 in the continent. And I think it's close to seven hundred million worldwide. Wor- wor- worldwide. So it really so, dropped off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, it dropped off a lot. There. Also, like the highest grossing Four opening day, weekend. It, uh, it it had the highest grossing second weekend since Force Awakens. Well, no, uh, sorry. Like with the MCU, it is the top. Yeah, it's the top opening weekend. It beat out Avengers. Yeah, did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Overall, second, it won't, it's we won't second know to yet. But. Well, yeah. The Last Jedi, or it may have passed Last Jedi. No, not yet. Okay, not yet. I'm in the Jedi. I think just under a billion for the year. Uh, second place was Game Night. Came in at uh, 17 mil. And Jordan saw that. My sister, Jordan McKenzie. They took my. I got some passes. The and they went to see she it. said it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get That's the one with Jason. Jason Bateman, Bateman yeah, and Rachel McAdams. McAdams. That yeah. does look pretty good. Like she said, it wasn't like family comedy. Like it was adult, like date night it's comedy. Rated R. Yeah. So right, there you go. But, I mean, still. Uh, Peter Rabbit come in at twelve point seven, uh, grossing in seventy one million. My bunny so is killing it. Your bunny's killing it. Annihilation, the Natalie Portman sci fi movie, it came in fourth on its first weekend with eleven million, and it's getting a lot of like really good talk and how like. Was that national release though? I think so. Uh, well, 2, just two thousand theaters. Um, but they're like saying this is like a sci-fi genre-defining movie. Really? Yeah, huh. it's getting a lot it, of good it, talk. It kind of gives me the Arrival kind of vibe. Uh, no, the Arrival was fucking horrible. That movie this, sucks this looks so interesting. hard. It seems very similar. No, not at I all. I think it does. Uh, some trailers this week. Not much. Relatively quiet. Uh, we got the Daniel Craig and Halle Berry uh, 1992 L.A. movie called Kings. That looks pretty good. Looks kind of intense and interesting. Uh, kind of, uh, she's kind of a caretaker for some kids, and it's right before the Rodney King verdict, and then the Rodney King verdict comes out, and the Daniel LA. Craig is a neighbor to her, and you know they kind of find some common ground, I suppose. Uh, the Forgiven, which is Forrest Whitaker and Eric Bana. Uh, Forrest Whitaker is playing Archbishop Desmond Tutu, and Eric Bann is playing some asshole in prison. I don't know, but is he? Like, why? why do yeah, you like, why use? We're right. Why are we using like a noted character like Desmond Tutu? Apparently, this was based on real events. I understand, but I mean, like, how do we not know who this guy is? Well, I don't know. He's, he seems to be like the pivotal point of the movie. He seemed to be the guy who killed the little b- black girl in the yeah. picture. And they're wanting to know, I guess, why or who? whatever it ties into. So He says that guy's going to know who killed her. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Sometimes you got to look past the people and like listen to the dialogue, Ted. I'm sorry. I was too busy Not catching Pokemon. Pictures. Weird. Um, I was doing the same thing, and I heard all of that shit. <laughs> yeah, so. me too. The last one's The Outsider, which is uh, Jared Leto's uh, Netflix movie about Yoko's, Yoko, Yokozoma. Yakuza. <laughs> A uh, white guy becoming a Yakuza. Yeah, that Yakuza. Like Yakuza. It looks like shit. It, it, one, it looks like shit. 
And it's like, two, how many fucking online stories have to blow up before Hollywood's like, hey, maybe we don't cast this white guy in an all-Asian movie. I think I figured out a a, a thing here with movie trailers. Anyone that starts off with the first thing that they put up on the screen says, featuring or coming from or including Academy Award winning or nominated so-and-so, from that point forward, it's probably going to be a piece of shit movie. Yeah. Because they're, they're, they're hanging their whole thing on that. The fact that they've gotten an Academy. Yeah. yeah. And that's how that one started out with. Ugh. And I immediately, as soon as I saw that flash on the screen, I'm like, oh, this movie's going to suck. That's going to suck. Uh, and then we got our first trailer for the HBO movie. Uh, Fahrenheit 411. 451. 451. Sorry. 411. Never Fahrenheit forget. Fahrenheit 420. <laughs> Never forget. Which well, because looks... there's the Fahrenheit 911, which is right. like yeah, the yeah, yeah. documentary. Uh, this looks really interesting. Dude, I can't wait. This is one of my favorite Ray Bradbury books. Will be uh, pretty interesting to see. Uh, Michael B. Jordan and Michael Shannon. Dude, looks like... like he's as intense as fucking ever. So. <laughs> I don't know how like that dude can't not be intense like to see and just like watching his like actual live like late night show interviews are oh, he's a complete so fucking weird man he's such a goober like he's always just like well and then I was very tall and sort of menacing I guess well and then you see him did you watch um, oh the holiday movie that Seth Rogen did yeah, the oh, night before. Yeah, yeah, the night before. I He's in that. I love that movie. That movie's so good. He's in that as the drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. And Spirit of Christmas Ghost, Spirit I guess. Spirit of Christmas Angel. So, yeah, he's 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 up there, slowly becoming one of my favorite actors. Uh, dude, it, the so. thing that sold it for me was a couple of years ago, some sorority email like t- from the president to the chapter got released. And it was, like, about how these girls, how they need to start acting and, like, being in public and da-da-da-da-da. And, like, all the essential, like, stereotypical, like, sorority stuff that you would imagine a hate email being spread to your chapter (laughs) saying. Sure. And so they got, like, dragged through the mud on it for a couple of days. And then College Humor picked it up and had Michael Shannon read the letter and videotape. It was so funny. Oh, my God. It was so good. And I mean, that sold it for me. I was like, that man can do anything. Yeah. Because then he came out and he was in Man, and, Man of Steel later that year. Right. Well, I'm sure he'll kill it in this one. Uh, let's move on to some uh, nerd news now. Uh, looks like Henry Cavill is going to be Superman for life. For life? For whose life? Mustache um, or no mustache? <laughs> no mustache. If they're, they're going to re-sign him, it's a no mustache deal. Yeah. Uh, 34-year act. Uh, he's looking to negotiate a contract extension with Warner Brothers to see him stay playing Superman within the DCEU. Uh, he is only contracted for one more appearance contract. in that role, and that'll probably be Shazam. He's looking for a newer extended deal, uh, which would begin with the Man of Steel sequel. Sorry. And both parties are relatively open to the idea, so... Now it's just a matter of dollar signs. Money, money, money. And I'm okay with that. I like him. I Superman. do. I dig him. He's. I think he's great as like a new age Superman. He's For not sure. sold it to me yet. He's really? So what's, far, mis- what's missing What the fuck's you? wrong with you? He, well, he lacks any kind of... 
He's a better Kent than Superman. Okay. You know, he's a better Clark. Um, I definitely like him when he's being Clark, and there's moments where he could be a great Superman. Well, but I, then he, like, I tell you what he's missing. It, you know? He's missing the confidence to play Superman. Yeah. But you also have to look at what we have seen out of that character so far. Exactly. He's not a very confident Superman. He yeah. is someone who is still like it, learning almost... what he can do. And I think after Justice League... I mean, we saw a little bit of... I saw some parts of him that I liked in Justice League where he... Where, you know, he was able to laugh it off a little bit, certain things, you know, especially like the end, you know, where he mm-hmm. where he kind of is able to laugh. At, well, that and, I think in the beginning, too. Yeah. At the, the very beginning, the video. Yeah. But when he, like, when he first comes back... Sorry. He's like, <laughs> well, and and give I don't, that, care I don't know. I just he's, I, yeah. I'll give him the one more time. CGI was horrible. The dude. first movie was terrible. That was no. CGI. It was not. See, I didn't think Man of Steel was that bad. It wasn't I, it terrible. Was terrible. I didn't think it was that. Ryan, my roommate, is like a noted like Superman, it like, was, it was, number one fan, and he hated it. But it was it like, was an abomination <laughs> to that storyline. Damn, yeah, pretty harsh. It was. I mean, it just what storyline did they use for it? Doomsday. Well, that's Batman vs Superman. Oh well, yeah, okay. Man yeah. of Steel Man is of the Steel. first movie. Yeah, I thought that was a good that. one. Well, and, and Batman vs Superman obviously had its problems. Obviously, what was? Okay, Man of Steel was the one where Zod came back. Right, that yeah. was the one with like all the destruction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody was, was all okay. butthurt about the destruction, like in the city. They were like, right. really? I mean, look, if you're obviously. And it's like, you know what? If this shit was real, they don't give a fuck about you and your town, and right. they're not going to take it out to the countryside. They're going to be blowing up Monument Circle and not give a shit about how long <laughs> any goddamn building has stood there. And you're all going to sit around with your video cameras and your cell phones I think and love it. The point was that Superman didn't do anything to take him up. Away, take them he away didn't know, from Why that. would he? He was a, a brand new superhero, essentially. Right. He doesn't know right and wrong. And that's what I think Ted was getting at, was that it's like we have this like fledgling version of Superman. He didn't like find out really what he could do. And that's why I think you can see it in Justice League when, sorry, he's fighting the bad guy at the end. Yeah. I mean, uh, he, he fights Steppenwolf? Yeah, he's just like... <laughs> you know, and goes and kicks his ass. Okay, tight. <laughs> and I mean, as it should be, because yeah. right. <laughs> like, that's. What and we're... I think I think from here on out, you're going to see a more confident Superman because the problem is, is that you're you are comparing comparing him to Christopher Reeve. No. And yes or no? No. Yes or no? No. Come cinematically, that I, that is I'm the not... only comparison you have. No. That is who you have as Superman in your mind. Right or wrong? Tell me I'm, if, no. if you say I'm wrong, you're full of shit. We <laughs> all compared wrong. Kilmer to Keaton. I got Brandon. What's his name? Oh, Brandon Routh, dude. Yeah. No, fuck everybody. <laughs> no. I thought that was a good super. I, I like you're that fucking super crazy. Man. I like that one. Yeah. You're putting Brandon Routh above Cavill. In some ways, yeah. You're out of your fucking mind. But I think Cavill gets saddled with. I mean, a lot of the other problems are not his. You know, the, well, the, exactly. The CGI buffoonery made it impossible to look at him. And and see anything else besides what was going on. The I only mean, thing Brandon Routh had going for him is that he kind of looked like Christopher Reeves. To see the uh, the complete like what am I trying to say? Like the uh, 
the ghosting of his facial hair. It was almost like watching. That's a Star not Trek his fucking on. fault, man. I know. I said it wasn't his fault. So your issue isn't with him; it's no, with the shitty I said that's CGI. One of the things that he get he gets blank, you know, get that ruins his performance is that you can't see past the crappy the CGI. You can't see past the bad story. Agreed. You can't see past the terrible you know, writing. The terrible writing. He needs I don't a, know. He, I think I don't think can't he's, see past the I don't fact think that he's badass had the, bad flick is on the screen. I don't think he's had the right script script the right platform to launch well hopefully we get that with man of steel too uh i hear he's a dick really that dude is like nice as shit on instagram i don't know i've heard i am kind of like i am kind of excited to see him in that new mission impossible movie i am too because that dude looks like just (laughs) yoked as fuck (laughs) (laughs) i'm going to beat you now when you watch did you watch any of the extras on the on the uh, not yet, no. Well, there's a whole thing about the costuming of it and stuff, and the the things that they put on underneath his suit that really augment his size. Yes, uh, yeah. Okay, uh, we have three new roles coming up for Stranger Things three. Looks like they're uh, looking for people, somebody to play Mayor Larry Klein, uh, Bruce, a a news reporter in his fifties. And Patricia Brown, a sweet neighborhood elder who tends to her garden, offers advice to the local kids. Ah, so, yeah, these are going to be <laughs> yeah, I know these are going to be reoccurring role, reoccurring roles like uh, Sean Austin's character from uh, last year, or Paul so Reiser. Not reoccurring. Yeah. So which alert. one's going to get killed off? <laughs> oh, the old lady. No, she's it too old to get be. killed off. Oh no, she'll get killed off. She'll get the they're, if they're going to fucking kill Bob, they're going to kill the old lady. <laughs> No, she's just sitting in her garden dealing out advice. She'll be the one that like sees past everything and No, she's gonna be the one who knows what the fuck's what up. the and, fuck is happening and, yeah. and be able to survive it all. It's gonna be she'll be the one that busts out at the end with a shotgun and blows whatever's thing's head off. It's gonna be one of those Samuel Jackson deep blue sea moments where he thinks he can get the fuck out of that. But nature has a way of killing you. I don't know about that. We'll see. Uh, and in uh, no surprising news, I'm trying to find it. Uh, the Spidey spinoff, Silver and Black, has been delayed. Um, I hope it seriously gets pulled. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Original uh, schedule had the movie film uh, begin filming at the beginning of March in Atlanta, taking over for where Spider-Man's spinoff Venom wrapped up. Uh, and it's it's been an indeed. Ah, delayed indefinitely. So there you go. Uh, Holding Pattern isn't a surprise as the Spider-Man spinoff had yet to set a cast and very recently enlisted a pair of new writers uh, to polish the script. Gina Prince by the wood remains on board as director. Um, by the wood. By the wood. I like by the wood. Come on, like man. That. That's fun. That is a weird ass lesson. Gina Prince by the wood. <laughs> no. Come on. No. no. That sounds like that should be you in know quotations what? If that waiting was, for the if, actual if, last name. If that was my last name, I would tell people oh, it's pronounced by, by the wood. By the wood. <laughs> by the wood. Anyway, um what no one's surprised by this? No. I like I think this Venom movie is not going to do hot. No? You think I think it's going to take Feige to... Shit the can? Feige's going to have to do his, you know, mannequin strings to make this thing look somewhat presentable. 
it's one of those things that's so like you're gonna disappoint people. Yeah, you're, you're, this is almost a damned if you do, damned if you don't movie. You know, I, like I don't think so. Like I, it could very well work. That trailer does not look like they're going to make it work. And granted, it's a very early trailer. Like you know, know, we still have a lot I mean, to see. Those were probably just you scenes like, of, of them filming him walking around ben. San Francisco. That's for all what we I know. Mean. You know, it's like, not like they, I just this, don't this under, may not be in the movie. I don't understand why they released that so so early. Same thing with like they were the new to mutants. Get it with Black Panther. Well, I mean, it's like same thing with the new <clears> mutants. Like, why release that trailer and then delay your film a whole year? True. Um. This is also going in the no surprise, but apparently the Flashpoint directors have still not signed on, uh, which was supposed to be um, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein are in charge of directing the project. The pair succeeding both Seth Graham Smith and Rick Fumiawa, who previously were attached. Uh, the pair tell THR that they haven't started work on The Flash because neither one of them are signed on with their contracts yet. Still negotiating. Deals are in the works. Hopefully it'll work out. I just... Flashpoint... It is a shit show everywhere else. Flashpoint can't be handled like a comedy. No. I, to me... There is nothing comedic what, are they gonna about do that Groundhog story Day? Line. Yeah, like... <laughs> There is nothing comedic about that storyline, and that would be the only way to take Flashpoint <laughs> and make it funny is if you did a Groundhog scenario where somehow Aquaman and Wonder Woman don't kill each other at the end. Could be. I'm curious. Do, do you think they're just using the title, Flashpoint? I hate that, then. Then fuck DC Universe. I mean, are we going to get Jeffrey Dean Morgan in the fucking cow? That's what we heard. I don't know. I, I, half of me thinks that that's the only reason why they're doing it. So, uh, They list some characters that are supposedly in it. Cyborg, uh, Henry Allen, Iris West. And that was um, the thing, too. Like, Billy Crudup, like, ditched, didn't he? Yeah, supposedly he left, but I think Zack Snyder kept him on. Okay. Because uh, he plays a role in Justice League, doesn't he? Yeah. And they were saying that Caitlin Snow and Captain Cold and Heatwave are going to be in this. That's, I mean, that's and I don't remember them showing up in Flashpoint, do they? Uh, I mean, they like could everybody. be like, yeah, like they could be side characters. I mean, yeah, they're not primary focus characters. No, well. you need Momoa and Godot in there, which would be too hot for screen. Well, we already had them once on screen. Yeah, but so. in Flashpoint, they get hot. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, and lastly, and we got to talk about this just because I don't think I would necessarily have the courage to be doing this without without someone like him being constantly drilled into your head. But Kevin Smith had a heart attack on Sunday night, and I guess he was in Glendale, California doing uh, stand-up shows, uh-huh. and it was in between – his first show and his second show started feeling nauseous, not feeling good. He said these are ones that he's it was like filming. It was a comedy special that he was filming. Oh, it was. Yeah, I didn't heard about that. Yeah, he talked about it a couple of weeks ago on Babylon, and then the article I was reading today said that it was like ones meant to be filmed okay. for like a special release. Gotcha. 
and um, not like a normal Q and A with Kevin Smith, right. like what he normally does, but like an actual like stand up bit. Yeah, that's what I had heard. He was going around doing stand up. So anyway, instead of he canceled the second show, and instead of doing the show, went to the hospital. Come to find out, he had one hundred percent blockage on the ALR artery or something like that. They call it the Widowmaker. The Widowmaker. Because if you have blockage in this and have a heart attack, you're not coming back. Generally. Generally. So, uh, wish him a speedy recovery. Yeah. A prayer. It's good. Did you hear about that shit, though, today, too? Yeah, and I was going to bring this up. This is kind of uh, kind of bullshit. Yeah, like, sorry, um, but, like, fuck you. What we're talking about is that Chris Pratt reached out on Twitter mm-hmm. and said, hey, thoughts and prayers are with you. And he talked about like how like he ins- like how Smith inspired him, right? And people started getting shitty with Chris Pratt because they're like, "Well, God doesn't save people; doctors and nurses do." Right, and like thoughts and prayers don't do bullshit, and like it helped all the kids in Florida, didn't it? Yeah. Well, then I don't know if you had heard, but James, James Gunn, Gunn steps in and is like, "Look, you dumb fucks." Yeah, like fuck you. <laughs> you know, you so, can't say. So who who nagged the thoughts and prayers from Chris Pratt? The Twitterverse. Twitter assholes. Oh, fucking assholes. Yeah. yeah, I mean... Apparently t- that's where all the assholes have gone to live is Twitterverse. Well, yeah, I, it's, I, you know, it's like, central. You can find us on Twitter, but don't expect me to respond too often because I fucking <laughs> hate Twitter. <laughs> but the thing, I mean, it's, you know, he's reaching out to him because, like us, somebody who inspired us, somebody yeah. who's entertained us over the years. Somebody we don't want to see die. Right. Not this early in their career. Exactly. And... Chris Pratt reaches out, says that, you know, and then everybody starts shitting on him. And I do, I do love the fact that James Gunn is the one who's like, look, if you say thoughts and prayers and you don't do anything after the fact, after the fact for gun violence, then your thoughts and prayers don't mean shit to the kids in Florida. For Chris, who knows he's not going to go stop the doctors and nurses from helping and who, you know, is going to continue to do what Smith inspired him to do. Right. And doesn't have to financially help Kevin Smith. Then there's no reason to get shitty about thoughts and prayers. Yeah, and and I and I wonder if it's just that simple phrase put everybody into a fucking tizzy. Well, it's just because you can't say anything without people. These kind of people taking whatever else is that you didn't just lump into your. You know, this is one thing. Focus at Kevin Smith. I'm sure Chris Pratt had thoughts and prayers going out to the kids in Florida, but some asshole on Twitter had to turn it on him. You know, hit, turn whatever good thing into yeah. a negative and just. It just it's it's a shit ton of negativity that you know what if that's well it's unfortunately if, it's the negativity wa- that gets reported exactly yeah, and if that's your way of you know being on this planet then yeah I agree with you fuck off you know go find a new one but I, I I wonder if it's the phrase thoughts and prayers because that's what all the politicians came out with after Parkland and. Everybody, it's the, it's the kids, the, the kids it's the were like, you know what? Comes out after every right national yeah, no accident, but, but but all the kids were like, "Fuck your thoughts and prayers." Yeah, we exactly. need action. So, I, and I'm wondering if that if I don't even know if that's exactly what Pratt's tweet said, but man, I like that they did take you know the kids took that into a positive direction and demanded action. Oh, for sure. You know, had that today. Some kid at Grayson School posted a picture holding a gun up, saying, "Hope finals go well" or whatever. Are you Shut kidding? the fuck up! Are you serious? I don't even like want to oh have God. kids. Who who does this? I mean, who does this? Not th- thinking that they're not going to get caught, caught or, like. So yeah, they expelled him and he's in police custody. Jeez! All because he put it on an anonymous social page. You know, something he made up. 
Yeah, I'm just going to send my kid to April and let her teach him. Do that. I mean, that's what she's Send him over to my house. We'll learn kids. the school of hard knocks. <laughs> you want to know what it's like? <laughs> I'm drinking beers throughout the day. <laughs> Come over to Uncle Cousin's house and you'll find out. Picking up smoking again. I'm going to let that kid know. <laughs> Speaking of, we haven't gotten an update on that in a while. Doing well. I had an instance where I did buy a pack. Ooh. And so I restarted my Did you count the whole pack. Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of like a Hank Hill, like get your, it out of your system. What was your trigger? I just had a really sh- like it was a really shit week. My aunt died, and then there was like a bunch of like other things that like it just had piled on a bunch. So now we're gonna get to it. Yeah. And so now. I am at 11 days, 8 hours, 16 minutes. 226 cigarettes avoided, $63 saved, which I mean tacked on minus $7 to the previous one, and somehow I got 22 hours back in my life. There you go. Almost a whole day. Spend it wisely, kids. When when I was quitting, I would literally buy a pack, take one out, and then throw the pack out. And then throw the pack out? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How much is a pack? My cigarettes are seven forty-five. So, Fucking Christ! Are you serious? When I started smoking so, cigarettes, they so were three fifty. Next time you feel like that, just walk outside, take a ten-dollar bill, and just throw it in the yard. No, I'm good on that. I'd rather go buy a Lego set or something. Well, that's what I'm saying. That, that's a, that's the a physical movie act of throwing yeah. away the the ten dollars. Just throw it out. Yeah, yeah, well, and then I mean, see if you still feel like going to get cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've uh, I've developed some helpful ways of not getting me to smoke. So, all right. To involve you in a magazine and no, but you know somebody <laughs> suggested that somebody was like, anytime you want to smoke a cigarette, masturbate furiously and just let it go. The dopamine will kick in and you won't want to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, Roger, but I'm at work. I'm used to smoking twenty <laughs> cigarettes a day. I'm not gonna jo for twenty times a day. I don't think he could handle that. I'm an old ass <laughs> man now. <laughs> And certainly, I don't think Aaron would want you doing that. No, probably not. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's. <laughs> after after that pleasantness. What time is it, Brendan? It's trivia time. All right. What questions you got? Brian's got his. I went first the last two times, and I keep getting screwed over, so... Okay, Ted. All right. Um, well, I see you guys came prepared. Yeah, I've got it. I'm just trying to think of a way I want to phrase it. So we should talk about like the main topic for what we are going to discuss this week. Well, the main is, topic is. Going I'll get to... into that. You think okay. of your question. All right. Thank you. Is that since Black Panther is uh, has arrived, and now the only Marvel movie that gives a shit or matter this year is coming in May, is uh, the Avengers: Infinity War, and it's been a ten year wait. Nah, ten year <laughs> ten year wait, and a culmination of what is it, fourteen, fifteen movies? Yeah, eighteen, eighteen, 18. movies. Uh, we are finally getting, yeah, the culmination of those 18 movies in the Infinity War. 
and Black Panther was the last movie before it, so as we did with the opening theme of the final countdown, we are now in those days. So is this the start of Phase 4? Four? Or the end of Phase 3? End of Phase 3. And then the next Avengers... Ant-Man and Wasp is going to be the start of Phase 4. Oh, okay. And then the next Avengers movie, next May, will be Phase 4. I thought Ant-Man and Wasp were the was the start of the Phase 4. Which comes after Infinity Wars. So Infinity Wars may be a transitional movie from 3 to 4. Ant-Man and Wasp this summer? Yeah, dog. Yeah, it's this like summer. July. Right. So... The next Avengers movie, the one that we don't know the title to, right. will be part of Phase 4. Oh, I thought you said the start of Phase 4. No, will be part, Second of, part Infinity of Phase Wars. 4. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, it would be part of Phase 4 if this That's, one is. You said the start of, and you can rewind the tapes. That's I said why we're having next conversation. May. Okay, fine. Go ahead. Where's your, God- anyway, where's your godfather now, Ted? But So, why... <laughs> Why are you questioning whether or not the second Infinity War would be part of Phase 4 when, we, when you just said the Infinity War is the start of Phase 4? I thought that this... At first, I thought that this coming Infinity War was going to be the start of Phase 4. He said, no, Ant-Man and Wasp is. Okay. So I was like, okay, so then... But Ant-Man the next... and Wasp technically takes place before... Even though it comes out after, it takes place before Infinity War. That's what we've been led to believe, yes. So how would you... Is the phases just the movie timeline, or are, are the, the phases, phases the, the story phases timeline? Are, phases are the story timeline, apparently. I think this will take us up to, we will see his journey to uh, I mean, Infinity really, it's War. Just phase 4 is when they say, we're in Phase 4. It doesn't have anything to do with storyline, necessarily, right? No, it does. I mean, if you look at it, it kind of makes sense the way they've done it. But Anyway, trivia question? Well, so far they've got six This is yours. Per- okay. Who directed what is arguably the worst MCU movie, Thor The Dark World? Oh. Put your fucking phones down, you cheating bastards. I'm texting my wife, sorry. What was her name? Is a lady, wasn't it? What was the question? I'm sorry. Who directed arguably the worst film in the MCU, Thor The Dark World? I just didn't like this movie so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thirty seconds. Oh damn it! What? What the fuck is Mister Laptop over there doing? Cheating? He's not. He's looking at the phases. Wikipedia of the yeah. Fifteen seconds. I can't remember her name. It's a she. I'm fairly certain it's a lady. I thought. Ten seconds. I thought Wonder Woman was the only... No. That was just the first all-female cast led. No. I thought it was the first female director. You're done. Alan Taylor. It was a dude? It was a dude. Patty Jenkins was originally... Patty Jenkins. ...was originally signed on to direct it, and she was not liking what they were doing, so... Because she recognized the garbage. So she went... Alan Taylor, who has done a bunch of Game of Thrones episodes, came in and directed it, so... Dang it. Burn it, burn it, burn it. That's one point for me. All right. All right. Want me to go? Nope, I got it. All right. What is the Red Skull's real name? Oh, uh, fuck you. Damn. 
Johann Schmidt. Nice. Ooh. What? What? Isn't it Baron von Johann Schmidt? No. no. Okay. <laughs> That's two for me. Brian? In, in Captain America, the Winter Soldier, what is the name of the ship that he, Black Widow, and S.H.I.E.L.D. hijack in the opening scene? The, uh... Oh, in the op- Wait, in the opening scene? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the naval ship. The one that Bartok the Leaper is on. Is it the Largo? The Leviathan? I'm going Largo. Going Leviathan. And I just lost my fucking page. Of course. I don't think it's I don't think either one of you are right. Hold on. Well, it doesn't seem like we'll ever get the right answer, so All right, question. Question. Point for us. Move ahead. No, I got the answer. <laughs> I just had a uh, Ted Internet glitch here. Oh. Did do some did do some research. There is a trivial pursuit MCU edition. Is oh there? yeah, that I feel like we should definitely invest in because it's only twenty dollars at Toys R Us. I think that might have to be a uh, Patreon funds purchase. Yeah. That is a good idea. I will. Uh... I'll have to have our accounting team look into that. Yeah. So your answers were. I said Leviathan. I know it's nope. wrong. I said Largo. You're both close. It's a Liberian. Liberian. You can't even pronounce the it. Liberian. The Liberian. The Lala. Brian gets one point. Brennan, zero points. That's a rough week. Keeps jumping around. Well, yeah, because it's a quiz that's supposed to be taken one time. So that puts me at eight or a nine. Brennan stays at six. Brian moves up to five. Catching you, dude. I think my task, since I won the last one, is you two just have to get rip roaring drunk beforehand I can't do that I might be able to do some other stuff though okay alright let's get into the main topic today the Marvel Cinematic Universe as you mentioned before coming to a close with Black Panther culminating with uh, Avengers Infinity War which comes out in May uh, might be jumping the gun but I don't care i I, I want to talk about a couple of things so a little bit of a retrospective for the mcu there you go i need to jump onto facebook here okay get that going you know i'm taken back to a, a very pivotal moment in my life yes that actually took place at brian's house was it during phase one or two it was before any movie had had come out yet and we were there for we were at your house for Easter or some family function. Was that the mother? Was that when we were playing? It may have been Mother's Day. Outside, playing Mother's something, Day. whatever. There was a family function at your house, and on the back of your toilet, you had an Entertainment Weekly that showcased Black Suit Spider-Man and Iron Man, and it was the first pictures that we'd seen because Marvel was moving forward with a movie, or you know, with a superhero movie that was not as noted as it wasn't like their summer of comic X-Men, book movies no yeah or you know we were getting Spider-Man 3 but that was uh, bef- like it was before the dawn of comic book films and we like we just got so excited and like you me and Ted all like goobered out on the couch and just like flipped through that magazine like 50 times looking at all the pictures and the suit of armor and 
how awesome it was and i was in i had yeah i was in armor was amazing for the time i I mean for like that being what they first introduced us to it was insane and i just thought it was funny that that all we all kind of shared that first moment together sure and now look at us here we are 10 years later 10 years later talking about a podcast Book deals, movie deals. It's blowing right. up, you guys. You should really get a part of Patreon <laughs> and say you were part of the beginning. Um, okay, so we have 18 movies, starting with Iron Man in 2008. Incredible Hulk, also 2008. That came out later that summer. You're right. Um, when? It's, and then it was two years until we got another one. So right. it's like Lemur? Ian. Lemurian. Where you is it like Lumineer? No, Lum- it's, it's, like, it's like the monkey Lumerian. a lemur. L-E-M-U-R. Jesus, he just can't let Lumerians go. Well, I just wanted to let you know. It's, it's not an easy thing to pronounce. It's not. It's French. Lumerian. Much like Bartok the Bouncer. <laughs> right. I don't care. It got me a point. Fuck you all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you remember, was it that moment that... We haven't had anything like this. We've had... We've had Star Wars. I feel like that's the closest thing that we We have, which was three movies, and then we got three more movies, and then we had the Rocky movies, you know, which was just sequel after sequel after sequel. But you never knew that we were going to get a Rocky movie until we got another Rocky movie. Like none of those movies, like yeah, like led into one another. When were you like? Was it Iron Man and you were hooked and like, oh my god, I can't wait? And was it? I mean, because you got to remember, Iron Man. You watch it. Well, yes, it does expand on the mcu a little bit it stands alone it does and that's the beauty of every mcu movie well i don't think go ahead let me ask my question when did it hook you that when i I cannot wait for the rest of this universe when i I remember the exact moment because when i read online that there was like because i didn't go see it opening weekend and we saw it the next week and it was like first like time like things were news articles were like starting to like really get shared on facebook and I was in class, and we'd read that, you know, everybody don't make the mistake and stay after the credits because there's a scene that you need to see. Right. And when Nick Fury shows up and says, we need to talk about the – I'm getting chills now talking yeah. about it. <laughs> when he says, I need to talk to you about the Avengers initiative, me and, like, my really good friend Joey just, like, looked at each other in absolute silence, like, mouths we- agaped, and then just, like – ultimate warriored out of the movie theater like, <laughs> that was like the, the birth of the stingers you know it was you know, yeah people yeah. plenty of people walked out going I, what are you talking about no as soon as the credits start with out of there it. you know yeah i'm and, trying to get out and beat the crowd and we had really no clue that there was any kind of phase anything at that point or that sure. this was going to lead into something more and more and more and i don't think we believed it especially not after the incredible hulk i mean because that just made it seem like well they're fucking this up no, I fuck like I like that movie. I love that movie. It just I don't understand. Wasn't done well. No, it was done incredibly well. Edward Norton is just a huge asshole <laughs> and is fucking money hungry. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> power hungry. But it didn't. It it definitely does, stands on its own. It doesn't fit into this into the rest of MCU really yeah, whatsoever. Does. Until you get the stinger where the stinger kicks only, in the door and's like, hey. the stinger's the only thing that that connects it's, it. Well, well yeah, that's true of all the movies. But. It's true with all the movies. <laughs> yeah, because they are all standalones. It, it was for me, we were at the old house, and I had got uh, Hulk on Blu-ray. Just just 
relatively one of the first Blu-rays, I think. And I think that was like a neat... It was another warm celebration, because I remember... Go ahead. But when they were showing some of the extra scenes. Yeah. And they're showing the scene where he tries to kill himself in the Arctic, and then, you know, he pounds the ground, and, you know, you get this wave of ice, ice. breaking up, and you pause it at the right moment, and you see... Captain, Captain America <laughs> in the ice. I mean, to me, because I, I specifically remember like going back and showing that to other people and being like, how fucking cool is this? Yeah. <laughs> Look at this shit, right? Look at the corner. You He's can right see there. The field. You can see the star. This is fucking awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> that That's when I was like hooked and just ecstatic for everything else. Now, they had it planned out, I think, after the success of Iron Man. I mean, obviously, they went back to the well with Iron Man 2. And then they were like, you know what? We're going to do it. You get Thor, you get Captain America, and you get the Avengers. And I think once they committed to the Avengers, they you know committed to Thor and Captain America. They had right, to. yeah. So Well, and then, like, the... So we started to get all these movies, and they were all doing relatively well. And then we got, like, the heartbreaking news, because uh, I remember waking up to that on Facebook one day, where you found out about the Disney acquisition, about Disney yeah. buying, because yeah. Avengers was Avengers was technically the last movie, I think, before the acquisition, or was the first movie with the acquisition, and that was, was just... 2012. Yeah. They've owned it for a minute. Have they? Yeah. And, it, like, I... Because I specifically, because I use that Time Hop app that like tells you all of your social media things throughout the years, and there's like one that pops up every year, and it was like, yeah, like by. So that was right after Hulk, before Iron Man two. But they had already had everything like in place for Captain America and Thor, and so I think Avengers right. was the first fully produced like Disney one, and so I have one that's like R.I.P. Marvel Universe like. Now we're going to get Miley Cyrus playing Wasp. And sure shit. <laughs> it wasn't shit, necessarily a bad thing. It wasn't. And we come to, as we come to find out, it's actually a great thing. You know what makes really good superhero movies? Money. Great money. Yeah. <laughs> With great money comes great responsibility. And then after, we, I mean... Th- the ultimate culmination. I don't think anybody thought it was going to get better or more than what we got with the Avengers. And Josh Whedon comes in and just... Josh. That's what I said... I say it you really quickly. You always have an H inflection. I say it really quickly. You just don't hear it right. You said Josh. Josh Rewinded. Whedon comes in and absolutely knocks it out of the park, I think. He did. No, he killed it. I when you get that full circular rotation of all of them in the middle of New York, yeah. like ready to square up against all these aliens, in my mind, there is no better cinematic scene. I mean, that shit was chilling. Oh, my. It, like. It was good. <laughs> I've never seen anything better on a giant IMAX screen yeah. than that, like, ten seconds of film. Was that the start of the elbowing? <laughs> yeah, that may have been, yeah. Because we didn't even... I, I saw Iron Man with my buddy Joey. Well, you were down in Evans, I was down, right? yeah. And I and when the Hulk came out, like, I took my lifeguard crew to the drive-in to see that. Iron Man 2, I think, yeah, I was down in college, and so I saw it with my buddy Cameron. And then Avengers was like supposed to be like the first big one that we saw together. I saw it in Aruba, and you saw it in Aruba because it came and then out came like a back week and you were like earlier. Oh, hey, sorry, buddy, I already saw the Avengers. 
fuck off. I know dude. you it planned to come home for the week? summer and you graduated college and like you're a man now. Welcome to the real world where it's full of disappointment. <laughs> and and I'm sorry, who took you to see the Avengers? When I mean, did yeah, we say we... he was a man? <laughs> Look, I'm thirty. You two can you can fuck off. That's a common off. phrase in this one. I still took you to see the fucking movie. Yeah, but it wasn't as memorable because you had already seen oh, it. It was so, so memorable. So that's when the nudge started because you fucking knew everything. <laughs> because you're sitting right, there the need, whole time like, fill- hey, wait, look at, make sure you pay attention. We need to fill people in. What happens when you and I go to a movie? So anytime, like, because obviously we watch these trailers like well before we go see them in the big theater. So you know when, like, that opening scene pops. Like, we right. know what it is. And so Ted and I will start just, like, road warrior in each other in the, <laughs> you know. And we just get really excited. Or, like, you know, when they drop some, like, big name in, like, a movie, you'll be like, oh, my God, they said it. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So Brandy refuses to sit in between us now. Oh, God, so. no. Yeah, no, it is definitely a Ted sandwich when we go to the theater. Uh, anyway, back to the, the Avengers. I mean, absolutely nails it. Couldn't get much better. I think, like, I think Melissa's right. Like, Melissa Parker says that she saw it like four times in the theater. Yeah. I think that's probably the last movie that I like. I saw it on every format you could see it. Like, I saw it in IMAX. I saw it in IMAX 3D. I saw it in the theater. Saw it theater 3D. Saw it drive-in. <laughs> like, I went to every single way that you could watch that movie. In the theater when it was out, it was so good. How do they're you? All, they're all good. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, they maybe stumbled a bit with Thor two. Yeah, we still liked it. We still watched it. It wasn't the best of the well, lot, but I mean, when you figure you got eighteen movies, and maybe what one of them, yeah, one of them was kind of iffy. One of them's a real stinker. Iron Man three. Well, sucked. okay, so with the Avengers, we get Thanos. You, yeah, because that stinger was... That was monumental. Incredible. Because you weren't even sure who that was, I think, at that point. No, I, I knew who he was. Okay, because I remember... It's Dark Side. <laughs> it's pronounced Dark Seed. <laughs> no, it's not. Pronounced Dark Side. It's, it's pronounced Dark Seed. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Do they call him that in Justice League? No. Okay. <laughs> We'd have had some real problems. Uh, so then that leads us to the Infinity Stones, and everybody and their grandmother yeah. has a theory on the Infinity Stones, right? Well, because that didn't necessarily like lead us to it. There's in 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 the Dark World is when you really see okay. the first time that they mention like Infinity Stones. Well, you got to think about the. Tesseract. Because they talk about the Tesseract, but they don't necessarily call it an Infinity Stone until the Dark World when you meet the Collector and the Stinger. And that's when it was like fucking on like Donkey Kong. Because they take the ether in, and he's like, oh, hey, I'll get it. And then the Collector says... We can't have them all together. All together. And he says, two down, two down, four to go. Right, and I guess we didn't know the Tesseract then was what it was. Right. I'm trying to remember. No, I guess that was in um, Ultron. Yeah. They found out. Okay. What I'm trying to get the fucking point, my question is, is that 
the better movies, like your your top two favorite, Ant Man and Black Panther. Yep, those are your top favorite movies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you would say that Thor: The Dark World and Ultron are bottomish. Uh, no, I would go Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> you really didn't like Iron Man three? It wasn't the greatest. No. I was not a big fan of that one. Better than Iron Man two. Uh, no. No. Yeah. Well, I would say Whiplash was definitely better than Kelgrave. Mm. Or uh, I don't know. I think I liked the way they did Iron Man three better than Iron Man two. I was just so let down by Iron Man three. I feel like. Yeah. It. It. it they tried to turn Tony. You know. Or. Well, Try like, to make him more of an actor than a superhero. Exactly. And then they had the whole, like, fake out with... Um, what do you mean they tried to make him more of an actor than a hero? Well, they took him out of like the costume. they took him out of the suit, like, the you entire know? movie. Yeah, well... He I think basically operated with a hand, you know? Yeah. That was and RDJ. Maybe, but then RDJ had his had his. But then we did get, like, 50 wire. suits at the end, so... Yeah. But, and, yeah, and, like, the thing with the Mandarin and, I thought was kind of whack... Because yeah. they only continued that in the one shot. Yeah. For now. I mean, the Mandarin was like... That's his biggest enemy. That was supposed to be a really cool enemy, and then to jump change it like they did, it was just kind of <laughs> like, oh, fuck, really? And you did get the Iron Patriot. I mean, I'm not a... doesn't have, Arm, like, Norman Osborn. I'm not a huge, like, Iron Man comic book fan. I know, I know them pretty well, and I knew well enough that... They picked a fucking good bad guy with a Mandarin. Yeah. And no, then, that's like... And then we got an actor. It's quintessential. And in that... Well, there was that... Uh, the animated one? Yeah, what was that? Grayson was like in love. It was yeah. like the armored stories or something. Yeah, basically that follows the path of Tony and the kid gathering the Mandarin rings and whatever. Yeah. The young Tony. That was a pretty cool show. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it, the thing is, none of them are really... I mean, none of them are at Justice League. <laughs> no, no, like, well, I mean, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen True. it yet, but the fact that Justice League is the first comic book movie that I've missed in the theaters in 10 years... Speaks volumes. Speaks volumes. My, I mean, question, my, my ultimate question is, is that it seems to me like the movies who don't worry about the overall story arc, like about having to worry about the Infinity Stones, seem to be favorites. Whereas the ones that kind of, I don't want to say concentrate, but those play a no, central Guardians figure. of the Galaxy might be my top three. Guardi- it's yeah. all Infinity Stone. And that's nothing but Infinity Stone. It's like really the main, where we like, learn the most about them. Ant, the reason, like the, one of the main reasons why Ant-Man is, one of my, is my favorite movie is because it's a comic book movie and. And like why Winter Soldier's up there is because it's a comic book movie and. And like it's not, like with... With Black Panther, like, yes, it's an origin story. Like, we all yeah. get that. But Ant-Man should be an origin story as well. But it was a comic book movie and a heist movie. Whereas, like, Winter Soldier was a comic book and a political thriller. And I think that that's where... I think that's where Feige really changed the game. Because he legitimized those comic book movies. Well, he started and he made telling... them something more than what they actually, like... What more than what they were at face value? Well, he started telling stories within a comic universe, but just you know, instead of 
um, you know, George Clooney and 11 guys, you get a guy who can shrink himself exactly. as yeah. a heist. But, yeah, I mean, and four of, like, the most eclectic, funny yeah. dudes on the planet. <laughs> like, Michael Pena was clutch in that movie. Oh, yeah. T.I., the only way that fool's getting in the cinematic universe is in this movie. <laughs> and they just, they did. Like, they had a really great cast. So, phase two, let's run through it. You get Iron Man 3, Thor, excuse me, Thor the Dark World. Uh, Winter Soldier, Guardians, which I think what you said before, Brian, Guardians kind of like put the whole thing on its ear. Because it was that, the, that was flat out the collector scene, yeah. flat out, this is it. This is what we're doing. This right. is what we're working towards. Uh, and then we get uh, Avengers Age of Ultron and Ant-Man wraps up phase two. Uh, phase three kicks off with Civil War. Uh, Doctor Strange, Guardians yeah. 2, uh, Homecoming, Ragnarok, and Black Panther finish out Phase 3. So, I th- the way they're introducing these films and the characters are spot on. I just, I don't know, I have a hard time picking bad things, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, no. I mean, it is picking your favorite Star Wars movie, but... With that's, 18 that's Star easier. Wars movies. I find that that's easier to because do. Because there's those. less of them, and three of them were absolute trash in a row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. Because they didn't have a vision like Feige did. Well, and that's well, what it's... bugs me about the new ones, is that they don't have, and we've talked about this, or I have, is that the fact that the three new Star Wars don't have an overall story arc. Yeah. They're just like, eh, you come in right whatever the fuck you want, and we'll, the, we'll the, just, th- we'll just the shit on everything eight, else nine, before. 8, 9, or 7, 8, 9. Yeah. Yeah. That bugs me, but you well, can you can see that Feige had the writing on the wall a very 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 long time ago. Well, and he just and if he and like and if he necessarily far, far and, if, <laughs> and if he necessarily like didn't, he certainly implied that he did have that vision. Oh yeah, for sure. Like when you drop something a... like the Avengers Initiative, like mm-hmm. that could go a multitude of different ways. They decided to stick to a classic version. They of laid the a Avengers, foundation, and... and they worked with it. Yeah. And they've done it. And I think having that singular voice throughout, as an anthology of stories yeah. that are done in this genre, it's probably the biggest. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And all in all, with you know very little hiccups, really great. I mean, even the shitty movies aren't of, like terrible. The, the shitty movies are better than DCs on any given <laughs> <Yeah>. day, <laughs> and such a Wonder Woman. And generally speaking. Even if the movie was kind of iffy, the stingers at the end probably saved it for us. Oh, absolutely! Because like, Every yeah, time. when you in the dark world, when you get that tesseract or when you get that ether scene, and they drop it off to the collector, like, oh fuck, you just expanded like the entire fucking world that we yeah. lived in. Yeah, we like you. We get thirty second blips in some of this movie that are more important and and a greater telling of the story than the whole movie you just yeah. saw. They're well, they're the glue, you know. And I think that's funny because at the end of Homecoming, you get. Cat telling you not not to wait around. To, well, no, to wait around and be patient. It's like, ah, no, Cap. Give it to me now. Give it to me now. And it's like we've like I mean, it, Ted and I have said it for years, and then it was funny. We mentioned Kevin Smith earlier. But he said it last week on Babylon that it was like, look, dude, I know I've done a lot of stupid shit in this world, and I know I've done a lot of good shit. 
just keep me on this earth as long as Kevin Feige is making Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah. After that, throw it to the wind. Whatever happens, happens. But keep me alive on this planet until that series <laughs> is over. Where, uh, where do you think they go from here? Inva- Secret Invasion. You think so? You've got to. That's what Captain Marvel brings? It's the easiest way to phase out some of these characters. Uh-huh. As well as reinvent some of these characters, for sure. What's what's the one thing that from on page that you want to see them do in the MCU? The one of my favorite. I don't know about like because you guys don't read comic books too often, correct? I like I know you did when you were younger, right? I, I mean, I don't, you know, he's I'm got not, quite a collection that's been in the We fucking know. You've brought it up before. My, my hardcore reading of comics like is DC. Staying with it and, and picking them up every week and reading through the, reading them probably ended in the late 90s. Okay. Probably ended when Grayson was born. So mine... <laughs> so I've got to put a date on it. March 6, 2000. So I'd probably say like that... That was probably when I started... Hardcore, like picking up and reading books. Yeah, well, like the invasion, the secret invasion, something that I read. Yeah, a lot of. I and mean, I wasn't, I mean, a big Marvel collector, but I did read a lot of that series. Still to this day, my favorite scene is it was like a six-part mini issue called uh, Wolverine vs. Hulk. Yeah, and in this, like Hulk had manifested himself to like be able to work better with Bruce Banner. To where he's like cognizant and like he can speak intelligently and yeah. yada 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 and so yeah he's he been, went through that phase where there was some balance he yeah. gave up some strength but and so he has just been chilling out in like the Himalayan mountains with a bunch of like Buddhist monks or whatever and Fury calls Logan and is like time to big bring Green in and so Wolverine goes to the Himalayan mountains to find him and he's up in this like Buddhist priest temple with all these like honeys around him. And he's like talking to Wolverine like you and I are talking to each other, and Wolverine, you know, Wolverine's like, "Well, you know, Fury says time to come in, like, you know, time to come home, and we need to get some shit done." Sun's going and down, was, big guy. Well, and he was, yeah, and he was like, "No, nah, I'm good." And so then Wolverine like lunges at him, and Hulk grabs him, rips him in half, and throws his legs to the top of the mountain. And says, your sense of smell so good. Find your legs. <laughs> and then it's like the start of the series. And I was like, oh, oh my god. Like, best cold opening ever to anything. And uh, the, so I, you like, want to see that brought to the screen. And now that we own Fox, like, that's a legitimate thing that can happen. You actually think that'll ever happen? No, I don't think it'll ever happen. G- that me, wasn't the me, question. Give me something a little bit more tangible. Like, what do you think... What have you experienced in the comic? Like, for me, I want to see them pass the mantle of Thor onto a woman. Like, I want to see that on the screen. And okay. it doesn't have to be I Jane Foster. I think you Foster. might be the only, like, movie fan that wants to see that. I, don't I, think, I, I think it would be them, cool, though. I don't, I don't think anybody to, wants... To, to keep moving it on... They don't want to give up Chris Helmsworth. No. <laughs> I think he's done. I think, uh, I think he's he's had his fill. He's going to move on. You think so? I yeah. don't think so. He's done. He's after the second Infinity War. Where he's he's out. Yeah. He's, I mean, that's the done end of his contract. I think he's good, unless they literally back 
the truck up to his front door with a ton of fucking cash like they did RDJ. Yeah. But I think he's done. And I think it would be cool, like you are talking about, being to transition from some of the characters we have now to new characters. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck not? Yeah. No, I get it. I mean, why but not I mean, like, bestow that's the a, title of Thor onto someone else? That, well, and, like, yeah, that's a like, past Thor altogether. In yeah. the comic books, though, like, Thor's still a pretty big part of that story. Sure. Like, it's not like a, he goes and fucks off. No, I agree, but so I'm that just would be saying, interesting to see how he does it. I'm just saying that that's the type of thing that I would like to see them do on the big screen that would be kind of cool to see. Okay. So give me something like that, not something that's not good. You know, you're not going to see in a You PG could, 13. though. I mean, we could. Fox is selling the X-Men to the Avengers. Yeah, I know, but try as you might, you won't see Hugh Jackman again. Well, no, but that would be Thank the them. interesting thing. I guess what I would love to see then is the T'Challa Aurora wedding. Like, if they're going to do a wedding in the MCU, that's what I want to see. Halle Berry? No. God, no. That was my... It was on my tongue. That was rough. But I was already going, he'll be mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Halle Berry, but she... Who was the, the new girl? Planner, I forget her name. I can't remember her name. Okay. She didn't do a hot job either. No. And you know what? Angela Bassett was supposed to play her. God. That was like one of the first internet articles I ever read was the casting <laughs> news for X-Men. Yeah. And Angela Bassett was supposed to play Storm. Who, after watching Black Panther a second time, crushed it in those white dreads. And oh, she could yeah. Oh, man. She looks so... Like, that hair looked really great. Ugh. Okay, so Brian, what do you have any anything I mean, you want to see? With it. I mean, because it's I kind of want I want the secret invasion, but I also don't want the secret invasion because I absolutely hate movies where you take somebody as a character actor, say you know, Helmsworth is Thor. Now he gets to be evil Thor because oh he's. You know, not because really he's technically himself, a secondary. You know, the, yeah, if they fucking Scooby Doo the, the whole thing, I'll be pissed. The dark universe versions of themselves. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that the, that kind of stuff. But you I, don't. I, you I don't hate. like. You don't like Superman flicking peanuts at the bartender. Oh yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but but taking that and just letting them go evil. You know, like alternate universe Spock, and you know that yeah. that whole thing. Just goatee or no goatee. Yeah, it's. I, I I really hate storylines like that, and and it it created a lot of like controversy and drama in in the in the print because you know you had evil you know Captain America's doing evil shit and you know you you don't know what's going you know well, why are they doing that and they and we didn't know right that whole time that that's what was really going on mm-hmm. well we're gonna go into that knowing what's going on yeah so that's where I don't see that being a very good storyline because we know it, we know. If we didn't know, it'd be different. Okay. All right. I guess. And I don't know what else is out there. In ter- I mean... I mean, you could do, like... It seems like a see- lot of people want to see that Wolverine versus Hulk. Well, a lot of Oh, the, so now that's the versus- not a tangible fucking thing that could happen on screen? No, a lot of the I, versus stuff is Your cool. description, probably not, but I don't know. I, I'm just saying that seems to be a popular thing, especially since Disney's taken Fox. So, yeah. but- so is Disney getting all of it? Yeah, everything outside of Sony and Universal, which are Spider-Man and Hulk. Right. So technically, they could do Wolverine versus Hulk because he would be included in... It's not a solo movie. Right, you can't do a solo movie, but just 
fucking pay him some money and I mean that's what I'm surprised by I mean you saw what Sony you know what they did for Sony why don't you just let them do that for you nah but anyway cause the greed you've got 18 of them in front of you so definitely speaking of phases there's 6 per phase so I guess now we are going into phase 4 so Simple you're saying math. so you're saying Avengers Infinity War is kicking off phase, phase four. 4 yeah okay that makes sense to me alright you got 18 of them in front of you. You, you. you see them there in front of you. What? Give, give, I know we kind of did this the other day, but give me your top five. Now that you can think about them all. Yeah, it's still... I mean, do you want to go first, or do you need time to think about it? Brian? Well, Ted, do you have yours, since you're asking the question? I'm going Civil War is my number one. Number one? Yeah. Just so fucking heart-wrenching. I yeah. mean, the fact that you're watching that out of a fucking comic book movie. I mean, it, that's the thing that kills me. That's going to be my number one. Um, Cap, First Avengers, number two. Guardians is three. I think Ant-Man's four, and... I have a hard time between Thor and the Avengers being my five. It'd be five A, five B. It's the the thing about trying to do this with these movies, this lot of movies, is that you, you can have a top five based on story, or fo- top five based on character, or top five based on well, any top five. You can stretch it out to wherever you'd like. Sure. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like you know, I've got. Like you got, I got. I could say I got, a I got these top three because subtop- you got a culmination of all of those like, topics. I got my top four or five that are ranked because they're the most watchable, like the ones I'll watch every single time. Right. And there's a couple in there that I think are some of the best movies that I really don't care if I watch, if I have to see it again. You know. Which one would you put in that category? I don't know. Because those like, like that I, like link Iron that links Man, up for me, you know, or like I don't need to see it anymore, <laughs> but like. Ant Man, I'd probably watch every time it came on. Okay. But if it's Iron Man, okay, well, I might I mean, pass over. That, you know, that that would be in a top five then for me. Yeah, but then I don't. It's this is. I mean, it's really, really hard. I think I got to put Avengers five. God, that's what we should have done. We should have figured this out on Tuesday. Yeah, and just come out with our top eighteen <laughs> like, in order. <laughs> Because, I, I mean, it's it's hard, but I, like, for me personally, and this is based on acting, story, watchability, like, it's a culmination. Ant-Man number one, Black Panther number two, Civil War number three, Captain America First Avenger number four, and then if I'm getting a 5A, 5B, I'm going to go... I made a decision. I'm going to go Guardians 5... Winter Soldier 5B. I'm probably going to go... God damn, like, Doctor Strange is, like, right after that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's the problem. And then you think about Doctor Black Strange, Panther. and you're like, oh, shit, Doctor Strange does all that, you know? So it's, it's you know... you Avengers you, number... Yeah, Avengers easily, probably number six. There's there's an easily a top five... Right with a, <laughs> yeah, I am too. <laughs> with a top five B that creeps in if you think about it enough. So there's almost always a... Well, there is. A, here's my five. Well, damn, that one's good, too, you know? Yeah. And for different reasons, and 
And that's what I've been saying all along is that they've got a really class act chain of 18 movies here. Oh, yeah. You know, that, that makes them very, very hard to rank. It's easy to pick the bottom two or three. It is. It's, I mean, but it, to figure figuring out the, out the, the negatives top, is the always top easier. The top ten is really, really difficult. I mean, I'm going to put... I mean... Oh, wait, here. What's Melissa's? Melissa, what you got? Click there, Seymour. Thanks for participating, by the way, Melissa. Melissa's this got the Avengers, Guardians, Volume Black, One. Black Panther, Iron Man, and Thor. That's a pretty solid top five. All origins. Because Iron Man's like one of those ones that I don't think I would pick out. But, but if it's on fucking TV, yeah. I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what he just said. He that's what I'm saying. This gets really fucking tough. But if it's but a bunch of but them if it's store two, I'll flip a channel. Nah, see, like if I catch it and I like, I'll keep looking. I may come back to it. Yeah, okay. I see right. what you're saying there. Yeah, I may go around the bend and come back. I'm definitely and, like this is on this is number one spot right now. Let me see if Civil War's on some other yeah. channel. You know what? What's gonna be my 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 swap? <laughs> what am I swapping back and forth to from yeah. this? You know? Shit, I can't put. See, it's hard. Damn, it's, it's it's not a, as easy as you think. And maybe we put this out to everybody in the universe. You know, rank Texas, the eighteen. Rank the eighteen. Give us your top five. Whatever you want to do, text it, email it. Jesus. Post it on our Instagram. I'm gonna have to redo. Do something this. creative. Let's get some uh, viewer feedback. Iron Man is so near and dear because it was the first one I saw in Fuck. the theater. It started it all for me. It's uh, it, right. It like, started I mean, it all it for is. everybody, that, Melissa. That, <laughs> but it is that. It's got that nostalgia. I can't do this. I was like, it's, yeah, it's, I was just like, yeah, fuck it's like it. And then it was children. like, I came, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I came back and I was like, well, Guardians Two was pretty good. I'm like Thor Ragnarok, Ant Man. Well, I'm going through it, and I, I ended Guardians, up Doctor Strange at seventeen. I'm like, I can't put Doctor Strange, Strange at seventeen. 17. There's no way that that's yeah. a seventeen movie. It almost sits by itself over here in the in yeah. the. You know, it's like there's the A column, the B column, but the B column is only halfway in between these. You know, it's like, it's all right. That's let's we're, come we're, back to this next week. Yeah. Let's put our homework this in. Is... Let's rank them ourselves. Let get creative. Okay. You know, maybe we come up with some sort of algorithm or a different type of ranking. However, you want to do it. We'll all make our presentations next week. This is the one thing I want to say. Final thought on this whole thing. I read. I saw this tweet today. Somebody put put it up outside of it, and it said, "You raised a generation of kids watching Harry Potter." Uh, Hunger Games, and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Then you elect the biggest buffoon in the world to lead the country, and you get mad at the children for wanting to lead and change things. Yeah. That's powerful stuff. I'm not mad about it. There's a lot of people are, but, you know. You know what? This is, we've talked about this, our modern-day mythology. Oh, absolutely. And I'm... I cannot wait until that little guy is old enough to watch all of these. And see, like... And, and that, that is what makes me so happy about all of this. And uh, My thoughts are that he's probably already seen, like, 12 of them. At least. Yeah, he has. <laughs> like, my biggest concern... Like, because that's my biggest hope, but also my greatest fear. Because the same thing happened to my dad was, like, he couldn't wait till like, I watched football. And then I was like, I'm going to go read my comic book. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, to where it's, like... That nature versus nurture type of thing. Yeah, I know. Do you let him naturally find it? Do you do you like? I mean, obviously we're not gonna like punch it in, but his fucking name is Thor. I know. (laughs) That's 
It's it's just it's a terrifying. It's terrifying Sorry. for me. I have a hard time calling him Floor. What? what? I figured you I would. Do. I, I don't do. even I don't know, know that kid's real name. <laughs> I I don't think we've heard his name mentioned I've in the never, house. I don't think I've ever heard anybody <laughs> call Brand- him anything outside of Thor. Brandy you know? and I, we always call him, you know, the kid, the baby, junior, yeah. whatever, bear. We've been calling him bear a lot. Okay. Like baby, or sleepy yeah. bear, grumpy bear, baby bear. I Big tend bear. to call him Theo. I, it, it just, the Thor is novel and kind of cool, but it's also not something I think we actively... Yeah. A lot. Some people go about they, calling him across the street. They call him Thor. So. Anyway, let's let's get past this. You got homework now. Yep. Rank them. Eighteen. All right. All right. Uh, merchandise time. Real quick. Anything going on? That's super fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. We got a couple of things real quick. Some stuff. While you're doing that, I will let you know. I ordered my uh, Batman pop to get signed by uh, Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. So that'll be here any day now. I think he's going to be the I first. I get one of those. I think he's going to be the first person I get to sign two things and would gladly pay the $80 for it. Did you see that? The uh, Mondo? Mondo? Oh, my God, dude. What? If what? there is, what? I mean. There, there's what? a Mondo, Mondo, Mondo. Mondo figure that dropped for Batman Animated Series. It looks fucking fantastic. They're, like, the noted ones for doing, like, the really articulate, really detailed figures. And then coming out with, like, 32 different hands for said figure, five different heads, like, so that you can literally do anything with these figures. Gotcha. Uh, but Brian and I got on Target.com at the end of last week's episode. So this one? And it's a 1-6 yeah. scale. Exactly. And there's going to be a uh, Mr. Freeze. Yeah. And they have, as like, a cyborg Batman hat or head. When this thing come out, it's a little warped. You got the black painting. domestic payment plan. How yeah. much are these things? Normally oh like one fifty, two hundred. Yeah. It is one fifty. Yeah. So it's one six scale. So it's a foot tall. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I did. I got first appearance uh, Black Panther. How's that look? Is that, that little... is that what came in the? No, there was only three claw marks on your. Did you get yeah. it? Well, we found that, out it's animal instinct. Animal is instinct the, is the cat. It, that should be here any day. I was actually okay, surprised still haven't it's got not it. here. Okay. But I just noticed that. that, that another cinematic thing I guess I would love to see is T'Challa in the cape. Yeah. But that box is like super warped. But it's okay. As long as I meet Chadwick Boseman and I have him sign it. It was super. And he says, well, these get, came in. Brendan, get this man a shield. <laughs> Those were pretty well bubble nice. wrapped up. The last ones we got from now, this, Target this came before packaging. Came really like got wet. banged. Up. They weren't packed up or anything. They were in a loose box. There's something I've had for you for a while that I haven't given you that I got that, that came in. Just it's, yeah, he's just promised me that it's going to be Christmas for like a year long. Damaged. Yeah. <laughs> well, it pretty much has been. What do you got, Brian? Uh, well, I got uh, the loot crate this week came in uh-huh. and. They've been kind of weak here as of for a little bit, but there was a couple of kick-ass items the Q in fig. here. The Q-Fig for Wonder Woman came in. Look okay. at that. That's pretty dope. That, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, I love these Q-Figs, too. Yeah, I, I like the action that they have. That's definitely something more collectible for me than a pop. Well, and like the bubble wording that they, like like right. the Batman yeah, one yeah, I yeah. have and the Egon one. And then this. Ooh, I didn't realize it was a limited edition. Check this out. Tell me this isn't one of the coolest art things you've seen in a while. Uh, 
ferocious in '66. This is That's getting framed. That is awesome. Nine thousand. Well, let's see. Hopefully, uh, Debs. Grandma should have a loot crate box. No, I don't think she stopped. <laughs> How did she? Yeah. yeah, she's got children to support now. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, look, Adam, man. Oh, we got some more? Adam, what's up, man? Adam, man. Four. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And, well, and it's Q-Fig Max, so is it because it has, like, the horse with it? Yeah, I it's think it's because it's, it's got a bigger, like, the one, the, so you're gonna super the Star that to Lord. That? No. <laughs> yeah, because you've got the, because the only one I think I'm missing is the Doctor Strange one. Well, it's sitting over there, if you but want it. that's the thing, too, is, like, I honestly hope that. Missing from what? Huh? You said the only one you're like missing. the Q Fig series that they did uh, from Loot Crate, but because I've never seen them like in public for like retail sale, so I wonder mm-hmm. if they'll have them at like the yeah, Comic Con this year. So, who knows? But Anything else, was, Brian? That was it. Those were the two highlights out of the gotcha the set that came. Oh, cool. No, what? no Lego things that you want to talk about this week? Oh, I did. Yeah, we've talked about this. The classic Lego set that was limited edition through Walmart. Are you going to get your booklet? One. Yeah, i got to send away for my booklet now. You send in for a book? Yeah. Yeah. No, why? no why they couldn't you just put it in the send, box. Send, but, a, send a receipt in. But you got to go online and submit your receipt and that, of which I now realize I have to go find that receipt, and hopefully it's not too far gone. Oh. Go, go. Or somebody will be going and buying another one and then returning it right away. Nice. Hashtag hack Walmart. All right, let's uh, give away some crap. What are we giving away this week, Brian? Something very uh, unique and specific. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I know I brought something. Yep. It is an insanely cool laser-engraved wooden puzzle with the NerdSpeak logo on it. There you go. There's, like, no good way to... Yeah, it's the light from the TV. See ya? All right. Get the names in the hopper. You got a question? Yeah, I did. I just have to find it. Go figure. Uh, uh, anyway, while we're, we're waiting on him, that window by mistake. Uh, got the the Batman pop ordered. Okay. Uh, I did order another dimension that I found like for seventy five percent off. Okay. Uh, Didn't you get in trouble for that already? I haven't gotten in trouble for this yet. Okay. <laughs> until she listens. Good thing she doesn't listen. Yeah. No, no. Until she does the bills. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I got the the Funko crate coming. For the Animal Instinct, which is supposed to be here any day now. I was kind of hoping to be here to open it tonight, but um, I think that's it. I went by Target on my way home, and no J- Jurassic Park stuff yet. So. Yeah, I've, I've legitimately been, like, every day. Yeah. <laughs> like, where's Have you that? gone down to the Walmart down by us? No. To get Batman figs? No, I okay. got to. Damn, Batman figs. Mini figs. I've got half of them. I gotta get the rest. Oh, guess what? I think I lost from here to home. Your giant Wonder Twin. No, the little blue water face. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I am hoping it's in my car somewhere. And it, like, yeah, Adam, like Adam are you saying Iron Man Two is good. He brings up a good. I mean, like, you do get like a nice evolution of the character. It's just not one that I really care about. Like yeah. I don't, I don't want to see Tony that Stark. They tried to do the drink. They were talked about. They were kind of doing the drinking one. No, I like kind of, but it's like he was too focused on work, and it's like no, you make that man a drunk, and you make me hate him. <laughs> then time three, 
or he Avengers. Me love him like again. at that at that point, it would have been Avengers that would have made me love him again. He brings up the whole you know when he does that scene with Loki, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, we're the Avengers, and we have a Hulk," and he's like, "Well, I have an army." Like that would have been like the yeah, Tony, you get it. Be a hero, not an alcoholic. <laughs> Even with the the clock going. The clock. Oh, God. Well, he stopped paying attention to the clock a long time ago. I mean, it, it's hard to when we, when we, we, we have talk 10 about years of what we should have done is just fuck all the news. Fuck all the trailers. Yeah, I agree. Should have just dove in to there wasn't any news or trailers. I and mean, there was a good lot. couple of news spots, but trailers were garbage kind of for the most part. Found out that you hate Henry Cavill. Yeah. Don't hate him. I don't think he's been giving the right opportunity. Well, then don't. I think him. he's going to be a better Superman in Mission Impossible than he is in, in <laughs> Superman. It's because Zack Snyder's not. Get involved. that man a beard. <laughs> Get that man a S. And that's the other thing is like, if it was such a big deal with the beard, then why not do Resurrected Superman with the beard? I I really don't understand that's, why. Isn't like, that Warner... a deleted scene somewhere? The black suit yeah. with the beard. Yeah, I haven't got that far. And all that stuff, but yeah, I, mean, I don't. I like. I don't understand like why they had such a hard push for like no mustache, like because in Mission Impossible he has a pretty hardcore beard. Yeah. Do Do you really want to know why all this happened? They did not want to delay the release of Justice League so that all of the executives at Warner Brothers still got their fucking bonuses. That is why it happened. Do you see why greed does not win? WB. It's out there. You can read that shit. It's a full blown article talking about if they didn't, if they didn't make their bank off of Justice League within this time frame, they weren't getting bonuses. All right. Hey, your mom Ginger's online with us. I wonder if she can see us. Can you see us? She looked fine. If you would have shown up to the birthday party yesterday, yeah, well, sorry. She looks great. Some people work on Sundays. Ginger's All right. That's what she always tells me every Friday and Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I make time for family. Somewhat oh, shut up <laughs> on Sunday and Mondays. I do. I've worked on Sundays for the last I don't know how many years. So, but you're the boss and can Call pull it. that card. Stop. Ooh, we got a newcomer. Is it Heavy D? It's Heavy D, my man. You might not get a hold of him. I don't. <laughs> I don't call, think call him through Facebook. Yeah, let's <laughs> like, see if we can do that. Adam, Adam me, since you're watching us live, you, yeah, you got your name me, in the hopper and are up for our co- live call-in trivia. So if you can uh, post your, your number phone number there Facebook for the world Messenger. to see, we will uh, well, we'll give you a call with our question. See if it's, if it's got that phone icon. You should. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Let me explain to you how the internet works. Is that right? Yeah. Can you make the internet work better? Oh, hopefully. Let's see. That was back in 2014. Maybe he still has the same number. I've got it. I was going to say, didn't he work for you? <laughs> Whoever it is, Let's just answer the trivia question. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, caller. Uh-huh. Is this Adam Hevron? No, I actually still had your number from a the, from four years ago, so I got lucky. Yeah. Yours popped up, uh, yours popped up uh, as Brandon. <laughs> awesome. 
So tell, tell, well, tell so calling. yeah, so you are on Nerd Speak with uh, some live trivia. Oh, and goodness. Oh, wow. Uh, so generally what we do here is we'll ask our live callers a question, and uh, then there's a prize in it for you, which uh, I will deliver at an undisclosed <laughs> Nerd Speak Christmas party. You want to tell him what he's playing so for? So tonight yeah. you are playing for a laser-etched wooden puzzle. First edition. With the Nerd Speak okay. logo on it. Well, this yeah, this one should take you a while to get together too. So, hope it's you're ready for a whole it. Nine pieces. Uh, it's a whole twelve pieces. So, <laughs> all right. All right, are you ready? So this week we were dealing with the MCU and the ten years that they've been around. So the question's okay. going to focus on the MCU, which are the Marvel movies. Brian. <laughs> so Adam, here's your question, and we'll get we'll make a multiple choice. First appearing in 2013, which Infinity Stone is red? You got your choices of A, the Mind Stone, B, the Space Stone, C, the Reality Stone, or D, the Power Stone. Uh, sorry, I didn't quite hear which of the Infinity Stones is red. Is yes. red. Okay, can I hear the choices? So you have the Mind Stone, the Space Stone, the Power Stone, or the Reality Stone. What was that last one you said? The Reality Stone was option D. Reality Stone's D. I'm going to go with C, Power Stone. Wait, I couldn't hear him. He he, he broke up. You said it sounded like D is what you said, Adam? No, I just it's I like it, B, C, and D all kind of sound alike, and you were kind of cutting cut out. out. So I just wanted to make sure that you said D is in dog, or B is in boy, or D is in dog, or, or C is in cat. R is in reality. Uh, yeah, I, I actually am a dog person, Brendan. So I oh, say dog. I? You said D is in dog. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big winner! God, Big winner, like, Adam Heaven. Like thirty-five in a row. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I you know we've talked about that week after week, but you win, sir. <laughs> All right. The reality stone was first featured in. Purple one's the power stone in the MCU. Now here's the big difference, and one thing we didn't talk about is that the difference between color and. Ka- Movie and comic book, and how the colors are not the same. The stones are different colors in the comic books. Uh, I, I did read the comics when I was younger, but nowhere near as in depth as I paid attention to the movie, so that's why. There you go. I uh, almost got that wrong. Almost, but you didn't, and we're proud of you. Proves his true nerd status. <laughs> well, all right, Adam. Well, now that I know I officially still have your number, I will get in touch with you, and we'll get you that prize. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. See you. Bye. That's awesome. Here, this is a uh, your job, delivery boy. Thank you. So that'll lead us to our last question. Guy walks into a bar. 
We're watching the MCU at the bar. Everybody has unlimited resources behind it. Beer, liquor, coffee, whatever you'd like. What are your guidelines for an MCU drinking game? Wow, I feel like this should be our homework too. <laughs> um, I was going to say... I feel like this is something we should put all three heads together on. Yeah, we could. Uh... You shotgun a beer anytime an Infinity Stone is mentioned or seen. I think we're all older, old, too old to be shotgun. No, it's a drinking game. So put on your big boy pants and grow up. (laughs) Shotgun a beer anytime you see an Infinity Stone, or one is mentioned. You You got to do a shot anytime Cap smarts off to Tony. Yeah. (laughs) Anytime Tony is sarcastic in any form, you take a sip of beer. (laughs) That'll get you drunk enough in the first movie. Anytime you got to define. Any sarcasm for well yeah anytime a an actor is changed you take a double shot because <laughs> it doesn't happen too often so you won't do it too often well, i think i think it's yeah two shots anytime a character that was previously a different superhero shows up again as another superhero yeah what is that give me a you could come up with a multitude of ones, yeah. but we'd like to hear yours. What are some of the ones that you would have? Let us know at uh, Facebook, finding us on NerdSpeak, or use the hashtag uh, NerdSpeak or NerdVersus on Instagram or Twitter, where you can find our main profile at NerdSpeak underscore. That's right. Or you could just throw us some money, and maybe we could come up with better ideas for drinking games. Brian, where would they do that? Maybe help us fund one. Yeah. Maybe take that to kickstarter huh the mcu bar land of where games go to be funded <laughs> you can hit us up at nerdspeak.one and on there we have links to our patreon account where you can help fund us or you can go directly there at patreon.com com forward slash nerdspeak mm. there you can uh, fund uh, one of several different levels of uh, nerdum which will get you different things but always get you entered into our live trivia calling every week just like adam did because he was watching us live he got it exactly entered. Actually, some levels get you double entries. And Melissa already sent us her phone number, so now we'll have that in case she gets picked for next time. There you awesome. Go. Also, special shout-out and happy birthday to a lifetime fan of the show. That's right. Eloise Noel Johnson. Woo! She has spent her first birthday yesterday as a one der woman. Aww, and it was awesome. an incredible DC-themed party. So Sorry, thanks for all the listening and likes, Louie, and we hope you keep shining on. See you later, Nerd Nation. That's going to do it for this week. Everybody have a good week.